Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Top of the morning. Good morning. I think I heard Sister Sabrina. There was someone else. Yes. Good morning, Declare Victory, and happy Valentine's Day to everybody. I love everybody, and have a happy Wednesday. Oh, thank you so much, Sister Sabrina, and happy Valentine's Day to you as well. We love you as well. Thank you. Good morning again, JC. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Happy Wednesday. Sister Yvonne, happy Wednesday to you. God's got her back all the time. Good to hear yourselves. And I want to apologize for my voice a little under the weather this morning, so <laughs> please bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Sister Yvonne. I love you. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. 
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Brother Mike. Michael. Happy Valentine's Day, Felicita, and hope you feel better. Oh, thank you so much. Good morning and happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is glorious. Happy Valentine's Day. Marvelously wonderful Wednesday. God bless you, and I hope you feel better soon, sis. Thank you so much. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Love you, Gloria. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Hey, good morning, Valuable. It's Boxy. Hello, everybody. Wow. Happy Love Day. Ain't no greater love. <laughs> Good morning, Moxie. Happy Wednesday to you. You too. I ain't got no Valentine, but my Lord is here. I say that's my love today. Amen. I love that. <laughs> the perfect love. Good morning, Valentine. Today. That's what I'm going to do. He's going to love on me today. Right. Moxie, I'll be your Valentine. I love you every day. It's just not today. I love you every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Tashina. Good morning, this Tashina. Is Tashina. Happy Valentine's. Happy Love Day. Happy God Day. Happy Good Day. Amen. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Happy Valentine's to Sheena. Good morning, pretty Patrice. Happy Valentine's Day. Good morning, pretty. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Good morning, valuable. Thank you. Good morning, Declare Victory. Love you. Love you too, sis. Thank you. Good morning, valuable. Happy Valentine's Day, Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Sister Tracy. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Tracy. Enjoy hearing your sweet voice. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to you. Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, Declare Victory. Happy Valentine's Day. This is Joyful. Good morning, Joyful. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. 
We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Surrender. Each declare will focus on the process, necessity, and value of a surrendered lifestyle and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we'd like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. We have one uh, written prayer request, and that's from Gloria. She's asking for continued prayers for Karen Ellerby Williams for healing as she goes through physical therapy and gains full mobility in the name of Jesus. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jacqueline. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jacqueline. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is from Psalms chapter 46, verse 10. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Jacqueline. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Declare Victory. Let us go before the Lord our God in prayer as the Greeter has asked if you would please check and confirm that your phones are on mute. Hallelujah. Gracious God, our loving and kind Father, Lord, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord God, for access to your throne. God, we come lifting you up this morning, making your name great. There truly is none like you in all of the earth. So, God, we just take a moment to tell you thank you. Oh, we honor you this morning, Lord God, and we bless your holy name. Thank you, Father, for this morning's rising. Thank you, Lord God, for touching us and being with us once again today. Thank you, God, for goodness and mercy that is yet following us. 
Thank you, Lord God, for the new mercies that we have received this morning just because of your faithfulness. Father, we ask even now that you would examine us, that you would cleanse us of anything that's in us that's not like you as we have prepared and determined to come to this space for the purpose of being strengthened and to hear what your word would say, what you would say to us through your word and through your daughter, Lord God. May our hearts have room to receive. And so, Lord, even now we rid ourselves of the weights, anything that would get in the way of us hearing you today. We thank you, Father, that your word says your sheep know your voice and a stranger they will not follow. So, Lord, we cancel out the noise and the distractions and anything that has presented itself or would even attempt to do so now. May this time with you, God, not be common or normal, but God, that we have set it aside a special, dedicated time intending to hear from you. I thank you, God, for your word, and you remind us in Romans 12 that I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that we, that you, that I, that we present our bodies a living sacrifice as we continue to to discuss and study surrender this month. Check your phones. Check your phones. I thank you, Father, that we would present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto you, Lord God, for this is our reasonable service. As we've come to hear about surrendering, may we come this morning surrendered to you, presenting our bodies to you. You said that's our reasonable service, that we might not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we might prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So, Lord, this morning, as we take our phones off of mute, we've come surrendering our sound of thanksgiving. God, we love you this morning and we bless you. There is none like you in all of the earth. So, God, we come before you this morning just acknowledging that you are We thank you, Lord God, for your saving power. We thank you, Lord God, that you are Jehovah Roe. The Lord that leads wherever it is that we are, God, I thank you that you have not forgotten us. Thank you, Lord God, that you are yet strengthening us. That, Lord God, you are yet Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the strength of your word, Lord God. Thank you for what it is that we find when we hide ourselves in you or under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah, God, there is so we thank you, Father, that we begin to go after the this morning. And Lord, that we would not step on the side of the ark of the we surrender our honor, we surrender our will, we surrender to you this morning, even in this time of prayer, Lord God, we begin to pray 
And I'm not saying that you should go and spend all your money, but I am saying we'll say happy love day. Let's just say that. And I love, love, love you all. I thank God for you. I thank God for your life. I thank God for your process and your purpose being worked out here in earth. Um, it is a fast day. I will tell you right this second that I probably won't be fasting today um, <clears throat> only because I, I am doing what I can to keep my strength where it needs to remain in order to press um, what I will be doing uh, is praying for you and lifting you up. And I'm, I'm just saying it because I'm not super mindful of time right this second. <laughs> And so I don't I don't want to tell a fib. Nevertheless, it is another marvelous Wednesday. You guys know it's my favorite day of the week, but today is going to be just a little bit different as I have my sister and my niece with me. We're gonna do something a little bit different. And if I were to coin today's share, we all uh probably simultaneously at the same time, semi came up with a common thread and that's surrendered to love surrendered to love um again the structure of how the call normally goes will be a little bit different today but i promise you if you go with us uh we are headed somewhere listen if you have your handy dandy cell phone in hand i would that you would share this um, go to my per personal facebook page or to declare victory's facebook page and share this, I think it might be empowering. I think it just might be encouraging. I think it just might be uplifting. Um, and I, I am excited about what God is going to do. There's something that happens uh, when you get a fresh yes down on the inside for all the right reasons. And this morning, uh, I think my yes is fresher than my yes was on yesterday. And so I pray that you benefit from it. Because there are three generations, we're going to do it uh, somewhat in, in that. Well, no, I'm telling a story because I think I'll be closing us out. But what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to hand the call to my niece. And I'm going to let her let y'all have it with a double-barrel shotgun right quick. And then I'll pick pick up <laughs> soon thereafter. And so, uh, Ray, yes, what it do, boo? What it do? Hi, Auntie. <laughs> Hi, boo. <laughs> So I know we've all been talking all month about surrender and what the surrender lies and what that looks like, what it feels like, what it should look like, what it should feel like, what God wants, what we should want, how he want it, and all the things. Um, but I know this conversation that um, we've been kind of destined to have um, is orchestrated in a way that will help us all to really kind of navigate surrender um, from a different perspective and the lens that we perceived it from uh, prior to now will shift and so the days henceforth will look differently for us they'll feel differently uh, we'll understand them differently and we'll have access to them in a different way and so um, I think that there's a little more for us to discover and intake and I would like for us to shift our perspective just a little bit um, I'm always trying to shift our perspectives, however, whatever way that God gives me to do that, um, because it also helps me. I, I'm not a person that wants to, you know, advocate for everyone else and not be able to advocate for myself. So this is something that applies to all of us. And I know this is a difference for us. And so um, I know by now we simply know what 
surrender looks like, and it looks like giving something up, right? Either being something or ourselves or somebody else, right? We have to, at some point in our lives, give up. We have to give up. We have to give up something. We have to give up something. We have to give up something. And there's a billion examples of surrender. However, the one thing um, in particular that that that, that kind of has me stuck um, is one most of us probably have not experienced in the natural, at least I've, I hope not, um, but we all have in the spiritual realm at some point. And I want to walk to a hostage scenario real quick, um, if we can. Um, if you have any knowledge of hostage, hostage situations, if you have any knowledge of what that looks like, um, if, even if you've seen the movies or if you're like me and my auntie, my auntie Dion, we literally like, we like to watch them. We like to watch crime. We watch the crime shows, like, you know, all of those scenarios. Or if you like us and you lived in the hood, you might have seen a hostage situation or on more than one occasion. So, but we've all seen them on movies at some point or another. Right. And so if you're completely oblivious to them, I kind of want to sort of paint the picture so it makes sense. So with all of these watching of true crime stories, movies, witness some live hostage situations over the years and all that, typically in a hostage situation, an assailant, a little perpetrator, you know, defendant, whatever you want to call them, they take victims and they hold them against their will for an amount of time. Um, and they don't allow them out of their presence or their control. Um, and after being alerted by the police at, at some point um, in SWAT um, and investigators, whatever that entails, um, they usually show up uh, to assess the total gravity of the situation. Law enforcement shows up. They, they're, they're assessing. They're taking inventory of what's going on, how it's going on. Are there weapons involved? If, if so, how many, how many people are involved in the execution of it? How many hostages are inside? I mean, where are the victims and proxies to the perpetrators or perps? The way I grew up, we call them perps. Um, are they strangers to each other? If not, what is the level of relationship? Um, are the victims calm? Are they afraid um, to the point where they, it, it limits control? Are there children involved? How long have they been held captive? Is anyone injured? Where are all the entrances and exits uh, to the place and the location where the hostages are being held. Um, are there any of the are any of the perpetrators perpetrators aware of entrances or exits? Um, that are there entrances and exits that they may not know of? Um, how desperate is or are the perpetrators? Um, are they in a desperate financial situation? Are they experienced a bout of mental trauma or emotional desperation? Um, and then if they are, what to what degree? Right? What is the level of overall danger for everyone involved? Are they a danger to themselves? Right? Would they possibly threaten, you know, to commit suicide or harm themselves? How much time does law enforcement have to get the victims to safety? Right? Because this is there's a limited window that they have to actually arrive and execute a plan without knowledge prior to that this was taking place. So there's some there's some things that, that have to be considered. And then perhaps what is the pro perpetrator's motive? Is there an expectation of a collateral? What is the overall risk involved? What do they want? Ultimately, that's the main question. What do they want, right? And so there's so many moving pieces to this type of scenario and all have to be assessed properly in order to get these people free to safety. At the end of the day, uh, law enforcement's responsibility is to get as many people to safety as they can. Um, if the perpetrator comes out safely, that's great too, but if they're able to knock that person out or knock them down, kill them, whatever they have to do to get these people free, 
then they'll do what they have to do. That's what they're trained to do. They're trained professionals. And ultimately, the goal is for a person responsible for the crime to surrender themselves and those they've held captive, right? And so that's what I wanted to talk about this morning. I want to mention that. And with that, um, it brought me to a point of scripture in Isaiah 49 and 9, and I'll read the New Living uh, Translation that says, I will say to the prisoners, come out in freedom, and to those in darkness, come into the light. They will be my sheep, grazing in green pastures and on hills that were previously bare. And so uh, before I, uh, we move on, um, God doesn't just want us to relinquish control of what's in our hands, right? But he wants us to relinquish control of what's in our hearts as well. What's keeping us from him, right? He wants our whole being to be free and fully surrendered. And fortunately, he is the ultimate source and he's already paid the ransom. And so with that in mind, I want to make sure that uh, my Auntie Tanya has an opportunity to expound a little bit more on what that looks like, what the ransom looks like, and what does it entail when you're dealing with a situation like this. Go ahead, Titi. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much. When I think about a hostage situation, um, there are a couple of different movies that I've seen. Um, one of the movies that came to mind was John Q, and Denzel Washington was the lead actor in this movie. Uh, it had to do with his, he, he, he held people in the hospital where his son was. He held them hostage, not because he was looking for money. He was just looking for appropriate, uh, just basic treatment for his son, I think, that had some type of terminal illness or something along the way. I've also seen another movie. I think it's called Pelican or something, whatever. It starts with a P, but it's Denzel Washington and and John Travolta who are uh in the who are the lead actors in this particular film and uh obviously John wants the bread, right? But but uh Denzel is the hostage negotiator. And so when I think about hostage situations like that where it involves, you know, a big thing, we don't we don't hear about that very often here in the United States. We have enough films to give us an idea of what that must look like. But when I think about a hostage situation um, if someone was to have kidnapped one of my children when they were growing up, um, <laughs> I just had a funny thought. I won't, I won't share it. But no, seriously, if if someone would have kidnapped my children, I would have found the ransom necessary in order to pay the debt. Pelican Breach, that was it. Ah, we got some moviegoers on the call. Um, but anyway, um, I would find because why? Because I love my kids. I'm going to do what, listen, I'm calling you, I'm calling everybody I know, listen, I need this money, I'm, and, I'm, and there's going to be a desperation in my voice. Of course, if I have the money, there's no, I don't have to worry about calling anybody. I'm going I'm, I'm to be praying, and I'm asking God to give me who, who do I go to, who, but I'm going to find the loot because I love, love, love my children. But nobody pays a ransom for somebody that they don't love. Why would you do that? Uh, hello, this is this. I am the kidnapper. Kidnapper. I have your loved one, and I'm demanding. <clears throat> all I want is two hundred and fifty dollars. And and you be like my loved one. All my loved ones are here. Who are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Lapuka, Lapuka, Lapuka. Oh yeah, this is. I'm good. I'm good. Excuse me, you mean you what do you mean you're good? No, I'm yeah, I'm good. You could keep her. 
because I'm not I'm not interested. Okay, bye. Don't. And then I'm gonna block the person. I'm not. Why would I do that? But for somebody I have a relationship with, and so we're we're talking about today is Love Day. It's Valentine's. Uh, I was in the store yesterday, day before yesterday, and you know there are people, street vendors, all on the street that are selling balloons and flowers and teddy bears with with roses on them, and and oh my God, chocolate covered strawberries. I think strawberries have probably gone up because you know there's strawberries and chocolate are associated with Valentine some kind of way. And then there, are, you know, the, do, you, do you remember when you were in school? I'm, I promise I'm gonna get to where I'm going, and, and I got a scripture too. But do you remember in school we had Valentine's Day and we had to and we bought these little I don't know if they still sell them, but we bought Valentine's cards and and we would you know give them to our classmates and. Some of them would trade candy. Our teachers would, you know, so they just kind of perpetuated the, the the heathen holiday. But anyway, 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 let me get let me get back to my point. Love, love is the love is the point here. And I want to I want to share what the Lord gave me as a download. Number one, growing up in 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 the church, y'all know my dad is a was my pastor all my pretty much all my life. But growing up in the church, I heard this common text or this common phrase, it's a part of a text, God is love. And so sometimes uh, as a as an exercise in Sunday school or the Sunshine Band or whatever Bible study, um, you know, we would be asked to, to um, quote a scripture. Uh, and, and, you know, God is love is part of, uh, of a larger verse, but, you know, I would just, I would just say that. Or we would say, um, we would say a verse after uh, the prayer was prayed uh, for the meal. We blessed the meal, and you know we may say uh, we may be as children may may have been required to uh, say a Bible verse, and that would be mine. God is love. Sometimes, but based on the frequent use of that phrase, because it's not just a Bible verse; it's taken. I used to think it was a Bible verse, but it's actually taken from a verse. And I'm going to share that with you. Based on the frequent use of that phrase, I didn't really grasp what it meant until much later. What do I mean by that? I saw it, the the phrase God is love, which again is a part of a of a of a of a scripture. I saw it more as a verb, something that God did. Um that is that he loves us, which which he does. However, however, in this context, we error when we view God is love as a verb, as just just as an action. Uh, it's it's a case where it's both and, right? So rather, what we should do is view the text or the phrase from the text, God is love, as a noun because it is a thing. It's it is a thing. It is it is God as a thing. God it is God. God is love. He is the definition of love. But what do you mean by that? And 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 and, and I mean, do 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 you get what I'm saying? God is love. That that. God is the definition of love. Do you understand? Don't take your phone off. Move. God is the definition of love. It, it is. It is the answer to the question, what, or better yet, who is love? Because He's the what of it, and He is yes, the who of it. God is love. Now notice, we we can then look at the attributes or the characteristics of God, his nature, what is natural for him to do, his, um, um, not just that God is love, but, but for example, um, he is the definition of love, but he is, love is 
what is love is everlasting. God is everlasting. Um, love is the beginning and the ending. God is the beginning and he is the end. Um, God, love never fails. God never fails. Um, it is, um, love is unconditional. Oh my God, I need you to catch this this morning. God's love for us is unconditional. As human beings, we love conditionally. Let me prove it to you. Uh, old boy goes, and I saw this last night when I was in a store. I was in Party City. And there was this guy, uh, and he had, he must have had a dozen balloons. Uh, and Party City has gotten smart. They have created bouquets of balloons. So there's probably about 12 balloons that are clustered together, uh, and they have a balloon weight on them. And then he, he, he also had a, a heart that might have been 12 by 12 that looked like it was it was red and it was decorated with um shiny stuff and i was like okay okay i see you bro you're doing your thing and then i saw a young lady with a very similar balloon bouquet right and and you know you you know i just think of okay they're trying to demonstrate love to whoever it is um by 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 buying them particular things right and so let's just use let's just use the, the 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 young lady for example I don't know her motive, but I'm gonna just say, let's just say she purchased that bouquet of balloons with an expectation that her quote unquote lover, I'm gonna break that down in a minute, is going to give her something. And so she perhaps is going all out of the way, you know, she may have something else, may may, may have a gift that go along with it. And, and the young the young man, he may, or the gentleman, he may have a gift that goes along with it. And his expectation may be a little bit different than her expectation, or maybe they're the same. They didn't know each other, two different people buying gifts for two different people. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if if you were to go all out, do this, that, and the other, make things really special, but there was no reciprocation. In other words, there was no gift that came to you. You're going to feel a little, you might, I don't know, I'm not going to, you might feel a little jaded. Because it's con- your love is conditional, and it, it, it and it probably ain't really love. It's more mm, more self motivated than anything, right? And so I hope you I hope you, you get what I'm saying. However, with God, when we think about God as love, because He is love, and I'm going to give you the scripture as soon as I make this um, give this example. When we when we understand who God is, God loves us conditionally. It so He loved us before we accepted his son Jesus as our personal savior. He loved us and his demonstration of love was to actually give his son Jesus. So let me give you some word here. One second. I'm going to be using First uh, John, uh, one second here. First John 4, um, my, the, the foundational scripture would be First John 4, 16, but I really feel led to read and give you the full context, okay? And, and, and then we're going to wrap it up here. Dear friends, let us, and I want you to pay attention to this as I read this, this text. I'm going to start at the seventh verse. I want you to do me a favor, count or tick off how many times you hear the word love, okay? All right. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love 
among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God is so, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Now, I just want to point out a couple of things and sis, I'm going to hand it off to you. Notice there's no mention here about sex, any kind of sex, sex with yourself, sex with another person, sex orally, sex, whatever. There's no mention of sex. We all adults, okay? Don't cringe. I know it's a prayer call. I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I said it for a purpose. No mention of sex. No mention of any anything selfish. The greatest thing that anybody could ever do for us is what God did, and that was to give his son Jesus as a full demonstration of his perfect love for us, even while we were yet in our sins. Even while today, February the 14th, 2024, at 6.38 a.m., some of us may have sinned yesterday. Some of us might sin later on today. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that love, God is love, and he has, not that he's given you permission to do it, don't, don't switch my words around, but he loves us so much that he, under, he, he has made, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He has made allowances. He's not given approval. Don't, 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 don't skew my words. He's not given approval, but he, under, he knows our thoughts before we even think them, and he still loves us. That's all I'm trying to say. With that said, I'm going to hand it off to my sis, and we're going we're gonna to rock this thing for the rest of the morning. Go ahead, sis. And so after those 14, I think that's the right count, of uh, declarations of love <clears throat> and the, the cold, hard reality that uh, love generally costs us things we never even imagined we'd have to pay. Um, Raven began declaring uh, that she and I love crime shows. And if you know anything about me, I will sit and watch a crime show from can see to can't see that between that and Judge Judy. Uh, and I, I remember thinking to myself, especially in situations where, of course, there is loss of life, I would sit and think, uh, wonder what the, the family feels and how, uh, how they process through the end points. And the reality is that, um, everything costs something. 
I originally thought that when cancer uh, hit our home and seven years of my life was dedicated to managing uh, oncologists, neurologists, uh, endocrinologists, and so on and so forth, that surely that would be the crux of my suffering. Surely that would be the catalyst, the thing that put the uh, a nail uh, uh, the pin, the tail on the donkey, the thing that put a period at the end of my sentence, surely uh, 48 hours would just be a series that I would see from time to time and, and woe for the families and try to solve the crime in and of itself. Never in a million years could I have imagined that I would be walking in those footsteps and communicating with detectives uh, based on my little little sweet baby's life. Never would I have imagined that my life would be imprisoned by walking so loud and so hard, yet so quiet and so steady that um, the, the prisoner effect uh, of my yes would speak so loudly, yet be so silent. Never would have imagined um, what it would feel like to have to walk through a process of picking final attire. I thought that it would be me. Never would I have imagined it's, it's, it's one thing to, to have anticipated the loss of one child and to walk him through to wellness and watching him live his collegiate life with friends and uh, uh, family, uh, endearing him and nurturing him through that process. Never would I have imagined that I'd have to make a little video to get people together about how uh, uh, the etiquette of the loss of life is necessary. See, God will allow certain things in our lives in an effort to season us with grace, in an effort to get an answer to one that has woe because of uh, uh, different situations and scenarios in life. But the reality is this, that love, rain, shine, sleet, or snow, when we look at the life of Jesus and who he was and how he lived, every single thing in his life was sacrificed from being able to be a, a, a normal little kid to uh, spending 33 years in the earth alone, that in and of itself, that short period of time, his expansive life still speaks volumes uh, of him being a prisoner to the will of his father. And my question to you this morning is what are you willing to lose in an effort to gain the masses? Paul said, I become all things to all men that I, might gain one. What does it look like when your yes is solid and solidified? Have you considered my servant Job? What does it look like when uh, you, you have uh, absolutely consummated your yes, when that becomes your bread, that becomes your living water? Can you pay what it costs? Do you have a ransom in you? Can you get to what you need to get to? Do you have what it takes to overcome the grief? Do you have what it takes to walk past the grief in an effort to get to the yes that you promised God? When I consider Paul and Silas having been in prison for doing nothing more uh, than giving a solid yes, 
doing nothing more than saying, listen, I, I got it. I got it. It's, you know, it's cool, Jesus. I, I, I'm going to rock with you until the bitter end. And, and I came to this passage because the part for me, if you know anything about me, I love results, baby. I love numbers. And yes, I lost my son. And yes, my heart is broken. But see, when we're broken before God, he can pour us out very differently. See, all the, the pride and the air, none of that can live and exist in a solid yes. Even in a hostage situation, you get taken captive, baby, you get humbled real quick on every single level. If you thought about lifting your head up real high, God has this uncanny knack of giving us everything that we need to keep us right where he needs us. And that's fully surrendered. Listen, I, I can't, I, I'm not about to get no pistol and go chase nobody's child. Outside of that, listen, it's a beautiful opportunity to demonstrate to him the love of Jesus. Now, I know for many that's odd, but you, you get to a certain point in this yes. You get to a point where, number one, listen, I absolutely can't go back to where I was. Where I was is not suitable for a dog. It's not suitable for a pig to live in. This, this kingdom living, this kingdom understanding causes us to be bound to the truth of the word of God in such a way that we're not only married to it, um, but that we can operate uh, with legislation in mind. We can operate with a, a legal right to access the things of the kingdom because surely God would not take something and not give something in return. He's not that kind of God. And to know the heart of him, to know the nature of him, God, what is it that you want? Raven began the conversation saying, what is it that you want? God calls us to love deeply. He calls us to love immeasurably. He calls us to love outside of our natural capacity. We have to understand that it has to be a supernatural love. And when we go to Acts, the 16th chapter, and we look at the word of God in context, know this, that by the time it's all said and done, uh, somebody, oh, pay me what you owe me. I need it. Run me that. And when I say run me that, I mean run me every soul I can get to, every opportunity that I have to speak life into a woman that has not overcome grief, that spends her days in her bed, that has made an, a bed of her pity. And I understand, listen, I'm going to go through stages of brokenness. There are some places that I go and all I see is my child's face. God, how do I walk through this with you in mind? How do I walk through this with a surrendered heart? How do I walk with this without being mad or frustrated or angry or bitter? My heart just don't beat like that because every single day I die daily as a prisoner of Christ. It's my job. It's my responsibility. It's my role. It is a necessity that every single waking moment that I have, every opportunity that I get, I tell God, I, I promised you that my life belonged to you. And there is no negotiation. There is no room for options. There is no space for, well, I'm going to kind of obey you. There's no room for not here. 
See, some of the painful things that come in our lives, some of the things that you think are going to take you out are really sent to take you in, not to take you in to hurt you or to harm you. He didn't come to kill you. He came to kill the you you created to survive. He came to annihilate the idea of what you had in mind. I can only imagine Paul and Silas as they sat in that prison cell with chains on their arms and chains on their feet having been flogged and beaten and spat upon and embarrassed. My life has been an open book for years. People have absolutely mistreated me, and those same people now want to give their sentiments, honey, you better be glad I'm saved. But I thank God that he gave me the wherewithal to wear these chains of kingdom liberty, to wear these chains around my ankles, to wear these chains at times around my heart. But I'm even more grateful that he gave me the courage to surrender. Even those moments, those moments where people that I've loved immensely, right? People that I've, I've helped build their life, and even in this moment, even in this moment, being a prisoner to Christ for me means that even when they show up, I greet them with grace. Now, I don't want to kick it. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more frustrated with that type of an element than I am with the boy that took my child's life. Because you know me. Right? But being a prisoner means that you don't get to hold on to any of that stuff. Being surrendered, right? When we surrender to love, we allow God to even mend those broken places, those places of disappointment, those places of frustration, those places of fear and anxiety. I can imagine them sitting there and thinking to themselves, okay, is this, is this it? Am I, I going to spend the rest of my little life behind uh, proclaiming Jesus in your prison, your prisons of opinion, prison of uh, uh, betrayal, prison of, of even hurt and harm, prisons of all sorts. But listen to what the word says. It's now the day came that the chief magistrate sent the, uh, sent the officers saying, release those men. And their jailer re uh, repeated the words to Paul saying, the chief magistrate have sent, said two words to release you. So come out now and go in peace. But check this out. See, I'm from Richmond. Yee! All day, every day. No, no. <laughs> uh -uh. You don't get to do that, right? But Paul said to them, they have beaten us in public without a trial. Men are, uh, without a trial, men are who are Romans and have thrown us into prisons. And now they're sending us out secretly? Ah, bet you ain't. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You, you don't get to just shoo me off. Sorry, it don't go like that. No, let them come here themselves and bring us out. And the officer reported this message to the chief magistrate. And when they heard that the prisoners were Romans, they were frightened, see? And, and after a while, you, you understand that love, it has its own way. We call it karma in today. It has its own ways of sending them back. Yeah, run that back. Right? You, you, you was out of pocket then. But now, 
Now I'm going to watch. I get to watch you eat it. Right. And so then he says, send a message, uh, this message to the chief magistrates. When they heard that the prisoners were Romans, they were frightened. And so they came to the prison and appealed to them with apologies. And when they brought them out, they kept begging them to leave the city. See, let me tell you something about love that I, I've learned. When people are unfamiliar with love, they don't necessarily know how to receive it. When people are needed and greeted with love, love that, that passes how they articulate it, love that passes how they communicate it, love that passes how they've received it, it becomes a little bit intimidating. And, and I, I used to think, well, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe, I, maybe it's me. I, I'm not really positive, but it could be Didi Sharice. Didi Sharice could be the reason that these folks is all thrown off. But what I understand about the, the love that God gives is that it has absolutely no boundary. It has absolutely no border. It has absolutely nothing that will keep you from what the goal is. Because at the end of the day, let me tell y'all something. I don't care. Y'all thought I wasn't scared? Listen, I ain't never scared. And now, listen, it is quadrupled. Anybody could get it. Anybody could get this love. And what you do with it has nothing to do with me. And at the end of the day, if you found yourself out of sorts, if you found yourself in a place where uh, I I'm going to just say it like this, watch what you say, right? <laughs> watch how you handle people. You never know who they are becoming. God didn't allow this for it to be useless because he knows if he knows nothing else. That because I'm called to live out loud, because I'm called to say a thing, because I'm called to do a thing in the earth, that nothing is wasted, not even my tears, not even my pain, not even my frustration. None of my process was for nothing. Paul and Silas went through a thing, right? And today, 2,000 years later, we're still having conversations about it. And while not everybody will see the moments uh, where, where people will quietly repent, the moments where people will uh, silently attempt to apologize, no, you don't get to do that. You, you don't get to do that. The same way that you ran out, simply because God gets glory out of everything, even our mistakes, right? And so with that said, listen, um, as you learn to surrender to love, as you learn how to make sense of some of the things that will happen in your life, and, and listen, let me, let me tell you, not all things are going to make sense. But can I tell y'all something that might give you a little rest? This make, it, I, I don't like it, but I understand. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good, but I get it. Would I have liked it to be different? Absolutely. But what, what I know is that because God is so infinite in all his ways, because everything about him is perfect, because he's majesty, because he's all-seeing and all-knowing, just like he carried me through cancer, he'll carry me past the casket. And just like he'll carry me past the casket, <laughs> anything else that comes, I can trust him to carry me because he is reputable. He has proven himself to be Lord, not just God. He's not just uh, uh, the God of the church for me. He's not just 
uh, kind of sort of this rescuing God. He's, he's a God that can never fail, even with the things that I can't fathom, with the things that I'll never be able to wrap my mind around. But what I have confidence in of this one thing, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'll continue to contend uh, with hope in faith, knowing that he will use everything for my good, that all things, even tragedy, is working for me, and that he never came to kill me or to hurt me or to harm me, but to heal me that I might heal others. So with that being said, listen, I pray that something one of us said empowered you, encouraged you, inspired you to continue to contend uh, during the love, life, and victory and greeting portion of the call. My words may be a little low, but I hear you. I may never text you and tell you that I heard you, but I assure you I'll be nodding in the background. Um, that being said, Tanya and Raven, I'll hand it to you guys to continue the rest of the call. Amen, amen, and amen. So um, we're going to follow our protocol here. Um, there's some people that may have called in late. You didn't get a chance to get loved on this morning. Um, we want to extend our love to you by uh, opening the call up in this order. If there are any men on the call, we'd absolutely like to yield the floor to you first. If you hold on one second, hold on one second. If you can mute until I give the word. Um, uh, if there are any men who'd like to say good morning uh, first, so that we can greet you. Secondly, if there are any any first time callers, you've never called Declare Victory before. You got an invitation. However, you ended up on the call and you'd like to just state your, same, state your name so we can know you're here. That's all. We just want to love on you. Or if you are a first-time speaker, you've been hello. calling for a minute, but you've never said hello yet. One second. You've been calling, but you've never said hello yet. We want to extend the invitation. So those categories, men first, new callers, and then first-time speakers. Are there any men on the call that would like to say good morning? Yes. Good morning, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Any other brothers on the call? Going once, going twice. All right. Y'all can always say good morning later. We just wanted to extend the invitation to you first. Any first-time callers? First time. Your very first time calling. All right, any first time speakers? You've been calling, you just never said hello yet. Hi, my name is Janisha. I've been calling not consistently, but every now and then since 2018. But I got encouraged by my auntie Ramona's post this morning and I called in. Oh, and tell me your name one more time. Janisha. Janisha with a D? No, what is Jay? Jay, Jay Nisha. I thought, okay, welcome. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you, Thank you. Uh, made a decision to listen to auntie. We should listen to our aunties more often. <laughs> yes, you should. We, we, I love that. We, we, invite, <laughs> we invite you to call <laughs> back, babe. 
Thank you. Anyone else? You're welcome. Anyone else? Good, good morning. My name is Mia. Um, I called in a little late, so I didn't get to say the, good morning this morning. Well, good morning, Mia. Good morning. Glad you were able to make it on. You you called just in time. Anybody else? Any other first-time callers or first-time speakers? If not, we're just going to go ahead and open the call up to anybody that would like to say good morning. You didn't get a chance to say good morning at the top of the hour when we first started, but and so now is your time. We want to say good morning and love on you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Keisha. Hi, Keisha. Good morning. Is your first time calling? No, it's my second time. Well, that's important. Two is just as two is just important as one. Keep calling, okay, Keisha? Hi, Keisha. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to wonderful Wanda, and I think that was Sister Sylvia, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. God bless you all. God bless you. Anybody else? Good morning. Hello. Good morning. This is say the name again. Elsie. Hey, Elsie. Good morning, babe. Hi. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Thanks to you, sweetheart. Good, good morning, Miss Carla. It's Valentine's Day. Love you guys. Good morning, Carla, and good morning, Mama. We love you. Happy Valentine's to you, too. Good morning. This is Brianna the Backer. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> morning. This is Juliet. Hey, Juju. Good morning. Good morning. This is Darcy. Good morning, Darcy. God bless you. Same to you, baby. Good morning, Ann. Okay, I heard two people. I think that was Miss B. Yes, I was going to say good morning, Tan. Good morning, Grayson. And good morning, Dion. Good morning. <laughs> and I heard somebody else was it Mona. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Great decorations. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. To be with it. I love right. it. All right. All right. All right. Good morning, Anybody this else? Is Good morning, Juanita. Happy Heart Day to everyone. Okay, I like that. Happy Heart Day to you too. Anybody else? Good morning, my beautiful sister. Love, peace and love. Happy love. Good day. morning. Happy love day to you too, man. Anybody else? Hey, girls. Hey. Hey, Phil. Hey. Hey, Mercy. All right. I think we're ready to jump in, right? What you think? Good morning, well, awesome trio. Good oh, morning. Oh, oh, sorry. Good morning. Who was that with me? This is PR. Good morning. God bless oh, you. Oh, I thought so, PR. I thought so, but I just wanted to make sure. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Ray. You think we're ready to go? Let's rock. 
Let's do it, girl. What you want to do first? Let's talk about your hostage situation first of all. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like this ninja. She just done done. I mean, she just done wrenched back and got all kind of, all kind of information and little goodies and got got your auntie's mind just a spinning, spinning and spinning. And spinning. <laughs> Those make the best movies. Yeah, they, they do. The they movies. do. They do. I think that um, one thing that's like that sticks out for me is the the leverage that takes place um, in those situations and how a person that might not even be in their right mind um, has the ability to stop time in a sense. Um, they ruin everybody's day, the people they hold hostage, hmm. the, the, the law enforcement, their own day, their family's day, because it ends up going viral on the news or of some sort, right? Like when it's a real life situation, like they stop time um, in selfishness um, and greed, or if they're in a mental crisis, um, you know, it stops time. It stops everybody in their tracks to come and save people that you held hostage for your own um, because you couldn't have your way. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think that's something that we don't acknowledge that we do spiritually. Um, we hold ourselves hostage um, instead of allowing God the access to free us from the things that we've, we've been holding on to. And all he wants to do with his love, he's already paid the ransom. Like there's no reason to hold these things um, and ourselves hostage from him because he's not something that we want to protect ourselves from, you know, like, and so I think that we get into these modes where because of the things that we've experienced um, in our environment, life has happened to us. And so our means of protection is to hold what we have hostage and to hold ourselves hostage, hold our hearts Mm -hmm. hostage. Right, like there is no access to me because X, Y, and Z happened to me. They did it to me, so I'm not gonna let this person do it to me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do this, and I'm gonna. But I gotta protect me. Is I gotta. I gotta hold me down. And so when we get into this me, 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 me mode, what are we doing? We're cutting off love, right? We're cutting off the. We're cutting off the access that the ransom provided. And so that was just something that I was really like, I was throwing around in my head, like, wow, God, like you really freed us through an act of, of a gesture of sacrifice. And that's all love is. It's a sacrifice. At the end of the day, like, so if I tell you I love you, that means I'm sacrificing for you. Like, I'm willing to, to, to do things for you that I wouldn't do for others, right, or in other situations. I will go above and beyond for you because I love you, because that's what Christ does. He goes above and beyond for those he loves, and he chased after us because he loves us. So you got these law enforcement people, you know, they may not even know the people that are involved, um, but their objective is to uh, save lives, right? It's to rescue these people. What can we do to get these people out of this crazy person's hands? What can we do to make sure that they come out alive? What do we have to do? How do we navigate and how do we maneuver so that, how do we outwit this person? What We have to find their weak point so that we can rescue these people. That's what God does for us. What is their weak point? How can I get them into, allow them to get themselves into a position where they have to meet me? And at the end of the day, I, I feel like that's just where it is. I think that mm. that's what that's what a reflection of love looks like. It is giving up that that control that we feel like we need to have um, and that we need to sustain in order to maneuver in life. And that's the problem. We always try to maneuver. If we get that the the sense of maneuvering, and I know maneuverism. I don't believe that's the word, but it's gonna be a word today. <laughs> maneuverism. <laughs> we get in this mode of maneuverism, right? Like oh, I gotta shake and move. I gotta do what I gotta do. The moment we start using the term, I gotta, that is survival mode. Never, I never want to be in a place where, well, I gotta, I just gotta do this. I just gotta. The I just gotta is I'm making do with what I have 
and it may be well or may not be well to get somewhere further than where I am. And it doesn't work like that. I, I want to take the I just got to out of my vocabulary altogether because it is literally you searching around the room trying to figure out what you're going to do. And it doesn't work like that with God. So that's just, that's, that's just where I was with it. So you remind me now, I don't claim to be a movie buff, but mm-hmm. I think that it's one of the ways that I can, and, and by the way, I'm sorry, we did not, we just started with the dialogue. Um, it's not, this is not just a conversation with Raven and I, and if Dion wants to jump in, if anybody has a question, if, especially if you're new to, yeah. not just new to the call, but you're new to your relationship, developing a relationship with Christ, especially you. Um, but if you have a question or you need clarity about something, or you had a moment, you had like a, I, people call it an aha moment. Yeah. I call it a God moment. If you, any, any of those three categories, but we're going to stay on topic. We, we want to stay on topic so that, so that the call flows um, the way that it should. So, but if there are no questions, we'll, we'll continue with our dialogue. But just at any time while we're talking, you say, hey, I have a question and say your name so we can, we can uh, address you properly. But let me, let me just say this real quick about the movie that came up as you were talking, Raven. Do you remember the movie Fences with Denzel Washington and my girl Viola? Yes. <laughs> In that movie, yes. the Fences, so the, 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 what I got out of it is that um, they built this fence, um, and I think Denzel and his son were working on the fence for a while or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. the fence represented their ability to be able to keep people out, keep um, mm-hmm. muggers and robbers and unwanted guests and allow them a certain amount of privacy while they were in the backyard mm-hmm. doing whatever they did during the weekend. However, the fence also kept people from getting to them, yeah. right? So we ask for help, but we put up these walls. And so, you, you know, whether it's our defense mechanism or whatever the case may be, people can't get to us because of the facade, the, the stronghold, the fences that we have that are up. And so I, I also thought about when you talked about how we protect ourselves, we, we protect ourselves and we hold others hostage to our hurt, to our pain, right? So let's just say a guy is in a relationship with a with a with a young lady and you know things are going good and she does something stupid right and and they break up and so the next woman that comes along he mm-hmm. may feel mm-hmm. a little reserved mm-hmm. behind that mm-hmm. because of the deep level and the pain is real yeah. the hurt is real yeah. but he may be reserved in the relationship with this next person because of what he experienced with somebody else and this woman is completely different. She's everything he wants. But, 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 but that protection there, and it may not even be conscious. It may be subconscious. That's what I found out for myself. I was yep. doing things. So I didn't even realize it, Raven. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody ever, anybody, can anybody relate to what we're talking about, about um, about um, how that we can hold people hostage to our hurt, to our past, and we won't, we don't need to go real deep yes. in it. But yeah, Tan. somebody else here. Yeah. Uh huh. Who is it's that? Shell. That's Shell. Yeah. Um, as, as y'all was talking, and the whole declaration, you guys started talking about um, hostages. The movie that came to my um, remembrance was Negotiator, and it was uh, Samuel Jackson. He was the mm-hmm. you know negotiator to talk 
um, people into releasing people. But a lot of times, and we know the plot of the end of the movie is that they were setting him up. But the, the whole thing that comes to mind is we hold people hostage because of the hurt, because of things that we went through. But the key thing is it there's always a cost. There's always a ransom. Yeah. And the surrenderance of Jesus, what he did on Calvary, was the ransom that was paid. He surrendered the ransom. That was the cost. In my situation, I realized that it may cost us a whole bunch for the reward. But in order to get the reward, we have to pay the cost. So that was good. And I just want to say ditto to That's everything good. Dion said. I, I know. Yeah. Gotcha. Love you that. Oh, Shell, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. She just ate you want to go first, right? Oh, my God. That was a dry, dry, yes, my, uh, mic drop moment. But the surrender part, <laughs> the, the setup part, this is immediately what the Holy Spirit said to me. That's exactly what the enemy does to y'all. He sets us up. Sets you up. Yep. He Every sets time. us up all the time. But God is like rooting for us. The Holy Spirit is rooting for us. And Jesus is rooting for us. Now, I know you got it. And we got a great cloud of witnesses. Guys, we are never alone. We have this great cloud of witnesses that is also rooting us on saying, you already won. Just go through the process. It might, yeah. it might hurt, but it ain't going to kill you. It can't yeah. overtake you. That was good, Phil. That was good. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I heard right, two people. I think, hold on, hold on. I think I heard Dee Dee, and who else did I hear? Gloria. Gloria, and, and was there one other person? Darcy. 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 Darcy, okay. If we, let's let Darcy go. I know Dee Dee, you at work. I'm sorry, Dee Dee. Yeah. Let's let Dee Dee, and I'm, I'm not, Gloria's at work too, so let's just go in the order that you said. No, I'll go last. Gloria. I'll go last. Are you, okay. So let's let let's let just, Didi, Darcy, and then uh, Gloria. Go ahead in that order, please. I, I love that trust the process. Oh, my God, and y'all know why. Jesus, that just did something. But thank you, uh, Trio. This was so good. And I love, I was thinking about the movie, the Taken series. I know uh, Ray and Dion know Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. If, if I, yeah, I, that's who I would beast. want. Okay. <laughs> he I can come get them. anybody. Thank you. <laughs> Look, with no, with no uh, Wi-Fi service. But that holding um, hostage grief, when Dion said that, it just released some stuff because I get it now, you know, if that makes sense. We hold people hostage to stuff, and we got to let it go and allow God to be God. So gathering the ransom by any means is so freeing when we think about that because no one, no one, no one, no one should ever have to, and to see it firsthand, and I've lost a lot of people, but this situation just shook me to the core. We're a society that wants to be the first to report everything and to be we gotta be slower to speak, y'all. We really do. No one should ever have to make a video getting people together because etiquette is out the window. We gotta be mindful of what we do. Because like my sister Dion said, when you watch these movies and you're watching the families and you're saying wondering how they feel, you don't want to know how it feels. So let's just be more mindful of that. And and I, I love Tan. You and Ray, you got this is a good this is just a good way to um to share about hostage. It was it was a good topic. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. And I love you guys for life. And now let me go because I'm being held hostage in this office because now the babies are looking at me. <laughs> love you too. Hilarious. Go ahead, Darcy. Hi, this is Darcy. I have a question. Um. 
I've never been in a healthy, well, I've never been in a healthy relationship. Well, I, I was in one for a little while, but then the, um, the guy he, that I was engaged to be married with, he started to slip on things and uh, like substances and become aggressive. But he wasn't like physically aggressive, um, but he was intimidatingly aggressive. Um, so I never had, I was in really bad physical abusive situations. And um, they tell me that like, if you have like really the strength of a mustard seed, then God will work it all out for you. But I have a little bit of more question. Like I know how not to hold a person hostage, I think, you know, you forgive them. But I don't know how to identify or understand when, when somebody is a hostage, like it's, say I'm a hostage or somebody else is a hostage. How do you understand that? That's a good question. Kiki, you want to, you want to take it or you want me to take it? So, why don't you take it? I've been talking a lot. Okay. So I think I'm going to repeat back to you what I think you said, and then you can confirm before I proceed. So what I think I heard you say is how or ask, is how can you recognize that you are in a situation of and obviously it's not we're not talking about natural hostage situation but when you're in a, a space of hostage or um, when you feel like you're you not feel like but you possibly could be in a situation where you your hands are tied so to speak and it may be emotionally mentally psychologically you know all of those allergies um is that what you're referring to yes and also like like, because sometimes it feels like if you have this much anger to me, then why are you around me? Okay. So, like, how 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 I would I... Go ahead. you have more? Like, like not forgive... Like, I know how to forgive people, right? But I don't feel Got like it. everybody gives me forgiveness. But how do you know if your hands are... Like you just said, yes, the first part is perfectly explained. Okay. So, how I would address that is, first, you have to identify what the problem is, what are you experiencing, right? So if I'm a person who I'm potentially a hostage in my own life, right? Or I'm holding other people hostage to my anger or my hostility um, or just the negative impacts of things that have happened to me, um, assess the people around you, listen to them. Are they giving you feedback to say, hey, look, when I talk to you, this is what I'm getting back and it doesn't feel good. When I say X, Y, and Z, um, you don't give me any space, or you know, you're coming off aggressive repeatedly or consistently. I feel like I'm that person. I'm that person. You feel like you're that person on the receiving end. Yeah, saying, "Hey, okay. look, I'm asking for my space," or mm-hmm. I feel this and way. Do you feel unheard? Yes. Okay. So, um, in in situations, sometimes it's good for us to analyze if this situation is safe for me. And it doesn't always mean physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. If it is not a situation that is conducive um, to my salvation, my goals, my future, what God wants for me, maybe I need to evaluate and go to God and say, God, what would you like for me to do? How can you help me navigate my way out of this situation? Because I don't want to do it without you. But allow God to give you the guidance and the structure, the space and the platform to make better decisions for yourself. Because at the end of the day, we are only responsible for who we are. And when we get to uh, God's kingdom, when we get to the gate, he's going to ask us about ourselves. 
right? He's not going to ask us about anybody else. So it's very, it's very, it's very plausible and it's vital for us to steward who we are um, in, in, from a great perspective, right? And how do we do that? Well, I have to protect myself. The Bible tells us that. So above all, above all we need to protect our heart, right? And our, because that's that's where our 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 issues flow from. Um, whether it's pain, whether it's love, or our needs, our our deepest desires, all of that comes out. And if and if our our heart is on a cycle like a washing machine cycle with no cleansing, um, uh, if there's no um, no detergent in there. What are we washing? We're not washing anything. It's just it's the washing machine. It's not doing anything it's supposed to do. It's supposed to cleanse. So what cycle is your heart on, right? So if I, if my heart is on a cycle that's empty, I have nothing to give anybody else. So I need to go to God and ask God, God, how do you help me to get to, to the place where I can relinqu- relinquish myself from situations that are not pleasing to you? Because ultimately, it doesn't matter what I feel, what I say, or what I do. Ultimately, I want to be aligned with what God wants. So that's something that you should do. I, w- I would suggest going to God and asking him to guide you through that situation. And if it's uncomfortable and it's unsafe and it's unpleasant and it hurts you, he doesn't want you in, in a space of hurt because God doesn't hurt us, right? People do hurt us, um, and we can forgive people and still not be subject to the, to the pain that they cause us. So that's something that I would, I would advise you to do. Does that answer your question? Yes, and, and more. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, bless you. I think the next question was Gloria. I'm here. Okay. So thank you, Three Hardway, for that excellent declaration this morning. You blessed me. As I listened, I, I too, am a a crime buff movie TV watcher. When I watch TV, that's normally the stuff that I'm watching. Um, But I thought about it from the perspective of having worked in an environment where you could be taken hostage easily. And one of the things that they tell you is that they don't negotiate with with hostage takers and they don't pay Mm. ransom. And um, I worked in in a jail. So they have one voice that's the negotiator. And as I thought about it, as you guys ministered, what came to my mind is thank God for the ultimate supreme negotiator, Christ Jesus the Lord that gets us yeah. out of the situations that people take us in and that we put ourselves into, that he does, he's already paid the ransom. So it really, really, really blessed my soul just thinking about it. And then the other part of it, one of the training, one of part of the training is they tell you to empathize or make the, the hostage takers, it looks like it's going south then you try to make them see you as human or see you as real and talk about your family or whatever else. In, 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 in having to understand that as children of God, we're not empathizing with the enemy and we can't empathize with our flesh, but we've got to lean mm-hmm. and surrender completely to the hostage, our negotiator, our advocate, the King of King and Lord of Lords. So thank you so much. I love y'all. I appreciate you. And this was awesome. Bring your ass over here. Oh, um, we want to make sure our phones are on mute because I don't want to bring mine over there. We want to make sure all of our phones are on mute. We still want to make sure they're on mute. Let's, everybody, let's just check our phones. 
<laughs> to make sure they don't mute. Because if, 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 if at this point, if, if it ain't mute or can you, we want to make sure they don't mute. <laughs> or Shell, you got the 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 uh the negotiator yeah. button. Right. Can you negotiate? We good, y'all. Go ahead. We good. I got it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So um. <laughs> all right. Um, anybody else have a question or a comment? Need a look. Need a look. I'm sorry. I was. I just closed the door. I'm sorry for being noisy. Um, anybody else? Qu- question, comment. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. This is Sister Sabrina. Uh, I was. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to thank God for being on the uh, Declare Victory um, prayer line. I heard so much, and I want to say. Uh, thank you to Dion, her declaration, and um, the other shares. It was um, off the hook. Um, I, I understand about holding somebody hostage, you know, from um, you know being in another relationship that wasn't no good, you know, a toxic relationship. But in order to let that go, you know, I have to surrender to God, you know, and 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 pray about that person and not, you know, let that person go even know that they've harmed me or hurt me because what I'm learning about myself and love today is that hurt people hurt people. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't want to continue to hurt nobody. You know, I might have a good um, man right in my face, but I'll look over that good man, good hardworking man or something. And I don't want nobody to take care of me. I know what I'm bringing to the table, you know, and and so it's just a, a, a a good topic of the month of surrendering, you know, and um, just take it to God. And I know that God will carry me through because I've been through so much, you know, in my life, you know, um, hurt, you know, men using women and women using men. And, um, you know, I just don't want to continue to hurt myself. So, you know, I'm just going to continue to be loving, caring, and kind like God is and like he would want me to be. And and that's all I have. And God bless everybody and have a happy Wednesday and happy love, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Sabrina. Anybody else? Yes, I wanted to share. This is Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Um, yeah, so first of all, thank you all for sharing. Um, I feel like this declaration had a level of fire on it that I wasn't prepared for. And it was one part in particular um, where Dion talked about the sacrifices of Jesus. And I feel like, especially me or in church, I've heard us talk about being more like Jesus and like what that looks like in the practical sense. But I've never, like this is the first time really that it caused me to truly reflect on when he said yes, what he gave up. And so in talking about surrender, it really hit me hard to be like, man, giving up my own desires, you know, um, for someone who desires to be married and have kids and all these other things, it's like, okay, but truly surrendering to God means that there's a possibility that that may not be what he wants for me. So even though that's what I want, am I going to say yes still if at some point he reveals to me, yeah, okay, that's what you wanted, but I need you over here. And remaining in that, yes. So thank you. That, when I say, like, kind of was a gut shot and it brought a light bulb on at the same time, it really just has me in a space of being like, wow, okay, well, 
Jesus gave up these things for us, for his love for me. Okay, so when I say I'm going to live this life, then that means there has to be a level of surrender that shows that same love and not, okay, I'll surrender and I'll love you too, but first you have to do this, you know, like um, not negotiating in that way, but truly, you know, going all in. So thank you. This on today was much needed and perfectly on time. So, Brianna, the backer, I stand in agreement with you for your husband. I know that you're going to be an incredible wife because you're going to back your husband. You're going to be an amazing mom because you're going to back your children. And God is going to use you and your husband to revolutionize your generation, to let them know that you can wait on God that you don't have to force yourself on anybody, that you don't have to be thirsty. You can just be, and God will create. God will allow you all to meet. So I speak life into your desire because the Bible tells us in, I believe it's Mark eleven twenty four, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. I believe that God is going to blow your mind with who he has, prepared for you that's it that came straight from the holy ghost amen thank you i received that amen amen anybody else have a question or a comment i have a comment uh before you close out this is sister sylvia i was thinking about uh and listening and thank everybody for your shares and i didn't make the declaration i'm sorry i was studying for a quiz but um, what I've taken from this, the surrendering part, is today being the first day of Lent and Ash Wednesday. Um, every year for several years from a church I used to go to, uh, introduced the Daniel Fast. So I've realized, you know, in just even the last few comments, the sacrifices that Jesus made for all of us is nothing compared to a sacrifice of fasting like you do on every Wednesday, led by Dion, and also just giving up something, you know, giving up something as a sacrifice in relation to not even comparable to what Jesus gave up his entire life uh, for each and every one of us. So I just wanted to say that because that's what's coming to my mind when I think about surrendering and even today, you know, and the Daniel fast is no joke, no meat, no dairy, no sugar, no bread. So I will be fasting and praying and just relishing on and thanking him, thanking you, Lord, for your sacrifice. So thank you so much for letting me share. Anybody else have a share? Um, Good morning, Ms. Brebe. Can you hear me? Yes, great. Hi, Guys, I wanted to comment on one of the official comments, not the unofficial comment that we acted like we didn't hear. I want to comment on that. I want to comment on the other one. One of the sweet you know babies, what? I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't be me. Um, one of the, the, it was one of the sweetest voices. I don't know her name. But she, um, Raven, you clarified her comment, and then you answered it very beautifully. From a therapeutic perspective, you made that, me proud. That was What's her name? Darcy. Darcy. Darcy she said was, I don't know if they deserve forgiveness. 
And I think that that is a beautiful statement that maybe we rushed past because the reality is they don't. The reality is we don't either. We don't and we didn't. We do it anyway. Um, and it is us forgiving, even when we don't feel like people deserve forgiveness, is the pinnacle of us being forgiven. Because if we don't yeah. forgive, we won't be forgiven. So it's not yeah. like we have a choice. You get what you hope to receive. Yeah. And so I just didn't want us to rush past that because it's so important. They don't. But flip yeah. that coin over, we don't. Yeah. They won't, Period. we won't. And so I just wanted to, to, to pull that out. I love you guys. I enjoyed you this morning. Love you too. Anybody else want to share? Anybody else? Hey, Anybody else have a question? Good morning. I think I have um, two people. They can go. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, uh, Sabrina, that that was so like thank you for bringing that out because I heard it too. Um, and it's so 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 important. Um, and the forgiveness part is for you, it's for us, it's not for the other people or the other person necessarily. But when you get to that place of love, then it becomes for the other person because our heart really wants to. It's not just because we're told to. It's because our hearts are moved to it, and we see that being demonstrated through Dion's life and and the person you know involved in the situation. Instead of wanting to go and retaliate, it's really about, okay, you don't know Jesus because that's another soul that could be saved. And, and I heard turning tragedy to triumph. I know that's a book or something or whatever. Somebody uses it. But taking that situation that could be tragic for us, and we've all had some to some extent, and, it, and that tragedy could, you know, because it's triggered or whatever it is, but that tragedy, it can be triumph. And we can exercise the Romans 8 and 28 that all things work together for our good because we love God and called according to his purpose. But sometimes we can't see the good in it. We're in the midst of the tragedy, right? And that thing about it being triumph is because of our yes, but only if we stick to the yes. There are plenty of things that happen to people that have devastated them and literally taken them out, right? Whether they yielded to it or whatever it is, for whatever reason, and there are various but when that person, like you hear, Dion, thank you for living your life out loud. When you hear that person say they thought that this was going to break me or take me down, but it just gave me a stronger resolve to be committed to my yes instead of sitting back as if that was the final blow, but it's not. And now the heat is turned up, but in our favor, that's a beautiful thing. And there's so many people that will relinquish their yes because it hurts so much. And sometimes it might just be for a season or a while. But if we stay connected, man, the beauty that can come out of it, and what is it for? Now it's to minister to a greater depth of people in a different way, and it's, a, I guess, a way for us to see that um, even in ourselves, we get to show people that God can take us through anything if we let him. That's the thing. If we stay committed to our decision of that yes, and we let him, because sometimes we don't, and so we stay where we are, and sometimes some people don't make it out. From depths of despair. So I just want to share that. And I call y'all the earthly trinity this here morning. <laughs> Thank you. That was really, really good. Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to piggyback um, on Sister Darcy and Sister Sabrina. Um, 
can we talk about and, and give Darcy some tools about forgiveness with um, God-authorized boundaries, though? Because it's sounding like she may be in a space where um might be clear on forgiveness, but not but um, keeping yourself or having boundaries for the people that keep um, infringing on your space or those kinds of things. Um, forgiveness doesn't mean making yourself a victim or a doormat, please. Well, you said it. I mean, you just did. It was beautiful. There's nothing really to add to it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that is a great that that's the tool for understand. And it's a process and learning and ensuring that we're including God in our decisions. That we're not just mm-hmm. doing things on our own, especially if it is a romantic relationship. It is somebody that is pursuing us in, romantically. We don't. We don't. We don't pursue the way that the world does we want to acknowledge God in all of our ways even in who we're dating even in who right. you know we're planning to you know we're considering living our life with we, we don't want God's permissive will you can have it but that ain't my best for you we want God's perfect will this is the perfect man for you not that or the perfect woman for you not that they are perfect but they are perfect for you and I think we can we could you did a great job Dondra you did it Anybody else? Yeah, I, I would, I would, oh, I would even go further to say that um, it, it applies to all relationship facets, be it platonic or romantic, um, because I, I can speak from my perspective and what I've experienced in life in general is boundaries, they're uncomfortable to have, right? Because it's to keep you and the other people safe from harm um, by any means, right? And so sometimes it's hard to uphold a boundary when you have feelings for a person, it doesn't have to be romantic, but that I love you, right? Because I I empathize with you and I understand what you're dealing with, with and what you're going through, but I have to keep myself um, protected as well. And what does that look like? I have to be firm on my boundaries, right? I can't adjust my boundaries based on who I'm talking to or who I'm dealing with. Those boundaries, in order for me to gain a sense of, okay, I need to learn how to maintain my boundaries, I can't let them down for in situational causes. Like I have to hold them down specifically and continually until I grow accustomed to having boundaries, you know? And so if a person struggles with having boundaries, as you're building those boundaries, holding them across the board, learning them to say no, just say it, you know? Sometimes that's, 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 that's necessary. No is a complete sentence. We say that all the time. There's a period at the end of that no, right? If I put a comma, that means there's more, right? But if I put a period, that's it. Um, if I say no, but then that means that I'm I'm giving an out. Um, if I just say no by itself, there is no out. There's no explanation. There's nothing that comes thereafter. It's 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 Thank in. That's God. a say law. Uh, are you hearing, or you just got us unmuted? Uh oh. Okay. So maybe they they didn't they realize their phone was off mute. Anybody else want to share or have questions? Anybody else? I I, I want to say that. Hey, you said something really powerful. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, no, it's Miss Monty. I just wanted to jump in real quick. I was driving. You guys, this was just such a, hey, how you doing, Ray? It was such a good declaration, guys. All of it. Still holding on. Still thinking about that question Dion had asked, like, what are you willing to lose? You get what I'm saying? And that, it just keeps just solidifying and keep coming up. But also just the vicious love of God. That's why I keep on hearing, y'all. I keep hearing my love is vicious. 
my love is vicious. It, it reaches. It, there's nowhere it can't reach, you know? And I just really want to share that because that's what I'm hearing him saying to me. It's like, you know, let me know that his love is vicious. It can go deep anywhere. It can, it's nowhere it can't reach in me, you know what I'm saying? And and whatever I'm fearing or whatever I'm scared to fear. All those, like when I'm, when I think about it, like that arrest, that what is arresting me? What, a, what is, you know, um, holding me? And then, you know, just knowing that, you know, surrendering that, when I surrender to them, and then not taking it back, understand, me understanding surrender is fully letting me go, fully, like, not surrender and be like, okay, you can have this part, but I still want to deal with it on this end. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. that mindset. So just really letting it go, surrendering it, and receiving. When I receive and getting, like, even what Dion was saying about how she even ain't even worried about going to about that vengeance or shaving on that page. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's what that's what he does for us. When I, I'm just hearing this love, you know, and receiving it and getting it, understanding even on my end. When I surrender, when I surrender and I receive the love of Christ, which is vicious, it reaches, it's, it's nowhere it can't reach, that then, then I can respond and be the kingdom in that moment, you know, being what he called me to be in that moment. And it may look like weak, it may look like whatever people may say, but don't uh, don't worry about that. You know what I'm saying? This is this is what love looks like, you know, and just get my hands off of it and allow him to show me, show me, you know what I'm saying, how to deal with this thing, you know? And it was just mm-hmm. such a beautiful declaration all the way around. You guys just had to chime in and let you guys know I love you and I hear you. Love you too. And God is good. Are you willing to lose? Listen, you got to be willing to lose the game. And at the end of the day, uh, we are we are conditioned to surrender to authorities. And what are you? What, what what authorities are you surrendering to? Are are people in a position of authority in your life, or is God? Are you in a position of authority in your life? Are things, are situations like what holds itself higher than you in your life? What do you hold? What do you hold to highest esteem that you come out with your hands up and say, I, "You got it." Right? I don't want to surrender to nobody. Like I'd rather surrender myself to God. So I have I have boundaries for other people, but I'm boundless with God. You know what I mean? So Yes, I, I feel do. You. Yes, I do. I hear I feel you. Anybody else want to share? Yes, please. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, this is Leon Salas. And I'm just calling back to apologize to declare Beatrice. I didn't know my phone was off mute, and I was fighting with the dog. And I am so sorry. Please you forgive, forgive me. me. Absolutely, we forgive you. Ma, Ma, you, you ain't got to apologize. Listen here. Uh, we thought it was somebody getting ready for school, and they was going to get a whooping. You, That's you, exactly you what right, I thought honey. it was. <laughs> it was so yeah, you, you, you fine. Don't, don't be shamed. It's, it's all right. Thank you. All good, Ms. Hood. Thank you. Listen, and mother, nobody knew that was you. Thank you for being honest. Oh, right. You, you, you ain't had, you had to say a word. You should have done right. what everybody else do. That's one thing I do. Now, that's one thing I do do. I will, I will shelter mama. I shelter her. I ain't tell nobody. I do, but I ain't say nothing. I love you. That, that was the demonstration of love. I love you, Mama Leoma. Um, and thanks for the laugh. Right. I, 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 that was courageous. 
that was courageous. She said, look, it was that me, it was I. Listen, that's called surrender. I surrender to this, 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 this. I got to tell it. I surrender. I surrender. I don't care what people say. Anyway, thank and you, Mama. We appreciate thank you, God. <laughs> All right. It's 743 on Wednesday, February the 14th, 2024. Uh, and we are all present and accounted for. We are here. We are present in this moment. And all of the things that have been shared, even the last this morning, um, it's important for us to take them into um, consideration. And I believe it's important for us to meditate on them this morning. I want to challenge you to read First John, the fourth chapter. You can read the whole thing or you can just start at the seventh verse. It talks about God's love. Today, our topic was surrendering to love as we bring it back into perspective. It is important for us to understand how significant, how crucial, how vital it is for us to surrender to God's love because see, when we do that, love, is, love, love doesn't fail. It's not boastful. Um, it doesn't keep record. None of those things that's found in, I'm not going to tell you where it's found. This is a teachable moment. I want you, if you don't know where that scripture is found, pull out your smartphone, go to your search engine, whether it's Google or Bing or whatever, and just type in Bible verse, what is love or Bible verse, love is, and then leave it like that, and the scripture where it's located, and the entire scripture will pop up. And you can use that as a tool for any Bible verse any or any topic that you want to read about or that you even want to take it a step further and you want to study about. I use it all the time when I can't remember where a scripture is located. So that's one of the things that I want to um, ask you to do as we get ready to wrap the call up. The next thing that I want to ask you to do is to demonstrate love today to someone that might be smiling, giving someone a smile, that might be saying good morning to someone, it might be offering to pay for someone's coffee or their pastry or even their breakfast if you're at a at a restaurant. Do something that demonstrates love. Love is an action word. Love is not sex. <laughs> love is an action word, right? Um, and so let's let's do something to make a difference, to be the light that people need to see. It, there are people today that will not be greeted. They're not getting no flowers. They're not getting no chocolate. They're not getting nothing but a hard time. Let me mm-hmm. make a difference. Mm-hmm. Anybody, John or, or um, Raven, have any yeah. final thoughts? I got a final thought. Um, <laughs> oh, God is Sabrina. love. Sabrina Listen, is God is love. Listen, no, no. Look, love, God is love. And love is an action word, and sex is action. So if you marry, get it in, okay? Today. Okay, that's that part. I'm sorry. I sh- I'm, I'm, I'm Thank sorry. Thank you. I mean, Don't discourage the saints from confirmation. Don't discourage the married saints. <laughs> Have all the, the married, married saints. Listen, all the <laughs> love saints that are married. <laughs> Sundown. You know, the Holy Ghost. Listen, hunting is a whole ministry. Little Mercy, Little Mercy, hunting is a whole ministry in a married life. Okay, I want to meet. Listen, because a round of applause. (laughs) And and if you approve, little lady, you better hunt him because you know yesterday was uh was side chick day. 
excited now, tomorrow, for Sunday. Sunday. Now tomorrow is going to be the side side chick day. So you better handle your business, oh Miss Ma'am. Don't you be uptight. <laughs> you better get your mind right. <laughs> Don't be mad if they send you the voicemail. Just just understand. Listen. Understand your position. Yeah, no stay, stay in your place. Stay in your place, side chicks. We pray to Jesus. We don't have no bunch of side chicks on this call. Hallelujah. We hope you are the priority and the prize. Um, I, I just want to say this this morning, that when you think about what is it that you're willing to give up, I, I promise, Kenya and I have probably been saying this for at least 15 years. Listen, this oil, and, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish um, my mantle on anybody. Um, I wouldn't wish what I'm called to on anyone. It has been a long, arduous road. But can I tell y'all something real quick? Not only has, it, listen, and I'm probably not done paying. I, I don't know, and I, I'm, not, I'm not tripping. It is what it is. It's, and, and at this point, um, it's an amazing thing how God will, if you take the time to go back and connect all the dots, some things that didn't make sense once upon a time, you'll understand why they were so costly. And if you, you, you take your emotion, your human emotion out of it, and you look at it with the eyes of faith and through the spirit, not the natural, um, you won't be angry. You won't be stuck in grief. You won't be regretful or mad and disappointed and bitter. But I promise you, if you give God the space to allow love to flood those places of your brokenness, to flood those places of your disappointment, to flood those places of your anger, I assure you, he will use every painful second to heal nations. One bit of pain can revolutionize your life if, in fact, you trust God in the process. I've been talking about the process for many, many years. Process, preparation, position, promise, in that order. Understanding, patience, wisdom, godliness. They all collectively go together. And if you give God room, if you allow him to take what is hurting you, even right now, for some of you, it's unforgiveness. For some of you all, it's resentment. If you let him fill those spaces and places, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, um, and you pull um, the resources from heaven into your identity and stop living from struggle, stress, strain, and strive, it will start to uh, help you identify why all those things happened and what they are useful for so you can get to work and quit feeling sorry for yourself and quit self-sabotaging and quit attracting uh, nasty, tacky attachments and be able to for real live a life that brings glory and honor to God. And so that, that being my final word, listen, I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you begin to ask God to show you the things that he originally sent as a, an expense for your process that you've held on to and held hostage and created an altar around that wasn't sent to kill you. It was sent to heal you, but you allowed it to implode 
instead of exude. They're very different things. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day again. Happy Love Day. Um, may God bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. You and your children and your children's children. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, guys. I'm out. Man. Love you guys. Amen. 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 Have a blessed day. Have a beautiful day. Love everybody on the call. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Super dope day. Have an amazing day, everybody. Love you. Thank you. Love on somebody.